Welcome to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. I'm Steven Rothberg, the founder of College Recruiter Job Search Site. At College Recruiter, we believe that every student and recent grad deserves a great career. And I'm Peter Zolman, founding principal of the AIM Group. We're the leading global business intelligence service for marketplaces and classified advertising companies. We consult with recruitment marketplace companies, and we publish AIM Group weekly recruitment intelligence and a free weekly digest. We also host the annual RecBuzz conference. This is the podcast for you to learn more about how to create, manage, and work with general, niche, and aggregator job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Hey, Peter, it is great to be with you again. It is good to be here for a change. Actually, not for a change. We've been doing a lot of these recordings, trying to get a little ahead as we launch the podcast and roll it out. We have to quit meeting like this. People will start to talk. Uh, well, you know, if they start to talk, it all depends on what they're saying. But good things or bad things, <laughs> something about there is no such thing as bad publicity or one of those lines. Call me anything you want. Just call me, I think was the is, is the line. But uh, <laughs> yeah, call me what you want. Just don't call me late for dinner, you know. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that that could be. <laughs> so um, what what stories in, in the recruitment space is AIM following right now? Well, we're looking at... As revenue growth slows, revenue is not slowing down for many places that we see, but as revenue growth slows, we're trying to watch and see if uh, recruitment sites, job boards, marketplaces uh, are cutting back on spending, are laying people off, snag a job, uh, laid people off a few weeks ago. We heard it was about 80 people, mm -hmm. uh, which is a lot of people. I have not seen yet news of any others, but companies are being very cautious as growth slows and the threat of a recession looms. Although we have postulated in AIM Group Marketplaces report that for many marketplaces, uh, a recession might actually be a very good thing in terms of revenue, growth, and adoption. Explain that. How how would a recession be good for a job board or a, re a recruitment marketplace? Getting people to be more focused on what they're spending, how they spend it, mm. and uh, moving people more towards uh, cost per action, cost per apply, cost per hire, and away from the old models of duration-based pricing. Um, that is a two-edged sword, as you know even better than I do, but that for the long term, everybody or most people agree that's a, that's a step in the right direction. A scary step, but the right step. We when we made the migration from traditional duration-based to performance-based pricing, we saw revenue per posting plummet, but we didn't really care because we look at revenue per customer and that skyrocketed. We, 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 sell, we generate a lot more revenue per customer with cost per click than we ever did with uh, duration-based pricing. Well, the hardest nut to crack is clearly going to be long-term cost per hire, pay per hire, 
And it's not a new model. Um, executive recruiters and recruiters have been doing it literally for decades. But when it comes to recruitment marketplaces and job boards, uh, it's a much tougher model to evolve into. Loads of resistance, but uh, as the Borg said, resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. Well, not only <laughs> resistance, but just challenges. Very difficult to attribute a hire to X recruitment marketplace and yeah. then pay them for it. And also very difficult for X recruitment marketplace to be able to say to a company, you hired that woman through our platform, now pay us. It's just a complicated change, very, very, very complicated change. But in five years, we won't be having this discussion anymore. Mm, okay. I, I, I sense a wager coming. <laughs> so we, why don't we dive into today's topic? Um, I'm really excited about our guest today, Alana Schumann. Um, she leads the sales and marketing team for Aspen Tech Labs. Um, they are, I think, what most would consider to be an, an absolute global leader in web-dated management services and recruitment technology solutions. And then you might think I lifted that from their LinkedIn profile, and you'd be right. Um, Aspen provides job boards and recruitment marketplaces, including College Recruiter, um, web scraping, data, business intelligence, and analytics. And they also host job boards through their job mount, uh, job board platform. Um, Lana, it is great to welcome you to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Peter. Thank you for inviting me today. It's a pleasure. It is good to have you aboard. Now, where are you physically located? Because I know you're Ukrainian. We know we know that you're not in Ukraine these days. Thank goodness. Um, where are you? Yes. So I am located in Tallinn, Estonia, which is kind of Eastern Europe, quite north. So we have all those. Uh, we don't have northern lights, but we do have quite light summers. And uh, I do have still family in Ukraine, but luckily they are on the Western side. So I would say we did get lucky because there is nothing much going on there, thankfully. Well, our uh, thoughts and prayers are with you and uh, everyone in Ukraine for peace and prosperity, which is going to take a very long time to restore, we fear. And... Um, everybody have just a peaceful uh, ending to this uh, crazy conflict. Thank you. We hope so too. So tell us about, if you would, the sales and marketing approaches that you are taking at Aspen Tech Labs and how you're working with recruitment marketplaces uh, on their data issues. So I started with Aspen about three years ago. And it took me some time to learn about recruitment technology space because I was coming eventually from outsourcing software development. So it was quite a big change for me moving from services company to products company. But learning more about what Aspen offers, learning more about our 400 plus customers that we serve at the moment, learning their challenges and what's going on there, 
help me to understand this market better, help me to deep dive in the problems that our customers have and that our prospects have, and to kind of tackle this market better. So we do we do have two different approaches to sales at the moment. So of course, we have a lot of leads coming through word of mouth from people like you guys. We work with AIM Group. We work with college recruiter. We work with uh, job board's doctor, job board secrets. Um, we work with other partners that always recommend us because we, as you mentioned, Stephen, we are one of the leaders in the market. At the same time, we, of course, do a lot of outbound campaigns. So we try to go to different conferences. We outreach to people via LinkedIn. We send emails and we make some calls, etc. So we do kind of both approaches. And whenever we get a prospective client who is interested in our data or who is interested in job scraping service, business intelligence or whatsoever, I would say the first step in this process is to understand what their actual pain point is and if we can solve this challenge for them. Because our company has this approach, we try to actually solve challenges, solve people's problem. And if we feel that we are not a good fit for this specific challenge, we'd rather recommend additional partner or someone we know well that can help resolve this issue. So we so when we understand the problem better, that's when we start to see, okay, so here's the product that might be a fit. Maybe we use a combination of few products and so on and so forth. So let's say someone comes to us and tells, hey, we want to actually get some high quality organic content on our job board, but we are not sure. We, we do have a few customers that we want to scrape data from. But we want also to get more jobs and we, we just don't know where to get them from. So we try to work as a consultant and to understand, OK, so what kind of jobs are you interested in? And maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's data jobs, like we have this job board call, called only data jobs. Or maybe it's um, just recruitment you know, roles or maybe it's nurses jobs. So we try to understand what is the niche they are working in. We try to understand their needs. And then we, what we do, we build a feed for this client. And how we do it, we've been collecting a lot of jobs data for many years. And we've built this great product called Jobs Index, which at the moment has about 9 million plus jobs worldwide. And what we do when we know, when we understand the problem of customers, we start like building the feed from these jobs tailored to their specific niche. And then if we need to add some scrapes, we do that too. So in the end, what our customer gets, they get high quality organic jobs content tailored to their niche, which is updated daily. And then they get some specific scrapes that we monitor closely because they work with a bunch of companies directly and they want to ensure that these jobs are scraped daily and that they get all the content from these specific jobs. So that's how we kind of tackle this sales approach here. Oh, that's that's awesome. I'm I'm often asked by job boards that are new to the industry. They're 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 just starting out, or perhaps they're entering a new market. And there's always the the chicken and egg problem. How do you get candidates to use your site if you don't have jobs? 
how do you get jobs if you don't have candidates? And I think a mistake that a lot of job boards make is that they they go to their best potential customers and they say, give us your jobs, we'll run them for you for free. And the problem with that is that that then sets an expectation in the mind of that customer that they should never have to pay to post jobs to your site, where a product like, like Jobs Index, they can get a critical mass of job postings in their niche, whether it's a country, whether it's an occupational field, whatever, and they don't have to go to that potential customer, that employer, that staffing agency, whatever, and essentially price their product um, at zero. Uh, so I love that idea. Um, one more quick comment, then I have a question for you. Um, I, I can think of no higher praise for any business than a referral um, from an existing customer. And we've referred literally dozens of, of customers to, to Aspen. Not, not all of them ended up signing He's up. He's asking for money. Well, you know, what I am asking, what I am asking for is the next time we see each other at a conference to have, the, to have uh, Lana buy a free drink from, for me that the conference organizer will pay for, and that organizer will be Peter and his team at AIM Group. And so, Lon, if you're cool with that, you can buy me a free drink. We're, we're, we're buying the drinks <laughs> for sure for everybody who's there, and I'm looking forward to seeing you and Lana. And Michael is there too, who is our founder. So we can all, four of us, uh, or anyone else, we can just get that coffee together. I'm thinking martinis are on Peter and, and AIM Group at, at RecBuzz Amsterdam. We'll be back right after this break. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We We out. Welcome back to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. One of the things that's been a pretty hot button issue for a a lot of folks, I think especially over the last few months since Indeed announced that effective January 1st, your posting on Indeed will have salary information, whether it's actual salary information that you as the employer provide or whether it's estimated that they provide. Um, College Recruiter has been doing this for a couple of years. Zuna has been doing this for, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years, something along those lines. I don't know if they've been doing all postings or just some, but it's not new, but I think we've reached a tipping point where salary transparency, displaying the salary range, actual or estimated in every posting on a job board, is going to become commonplace. It may be not most sites, certainly not every site, but common. Um, what is Aspen doing to support its job board partners in gathering that salary information and then for that salary information to get onto the posting? So first of all, when the Colorado's Equal Pay for Equal Work Act went into effect in January 2021, and we are a Colorado company, so we come from Aspen, Colorado. So we started to 
closely monitoring what's happening, first of all, in Colorado, in New York City, who put the mandate on salary to be posted by employers. We started tracking that information and collecting some insights. And as we build our jobs index product, we scrape all this data from public sources. And at the moment, we monitor more than 60,000 career sites globally. So we started collecting this information and we thought, okay, so we have all this data. What do we do with it? Shall we build some business intelligence reports? And that's when we decided to implement Google Looker tool and build some analytics and visualizations on top of this data. So for example, in April 2021, we saw that only 27% of jobs in Colorado actually include salary information, despite the fact that that mandate was already in effect. At the same time, we run another search and this month, this number went to 32%. So it's getting better but we see a lot of resistance from employers to publish the salary information. And of course, it's understandable because they want more negotiations power. They, want, they don't want to share salaries information for current employers. They, want, they don't want to current employers to feel that they are underpaid. And there are a lot of reasons. And I don't know if you remember, Nike actually refused to hire people in Colorado when this mandate was into effect because they thought, okay, we're not doing it. We don't disclose our data. On the contrary, we see that Microsoft told recently and publicly announced that that they're going to publish all jobs with salary information starting from January 2023. Now we see that ZipRecruiter takes step into that direction too, and they have huge job board, huge aggregator. And they now have a tool where candidates can actually select the salary range on their platform. So if I am looking for a job potentially with a specific salary range and you as employer don't post that information, your job even won't show up in the search, which also makes sense because what, what candidates want, A, they want salary information to be displayed and B, they want have transparent communication with recruiter on the next steps, what's going to happen, and so on and so forth. So we can see definitely a trend when there is a lot of things going on in terms of salary transparency, and a lot of other states, they try to implement this uh, mandate as well, like California, Nevada, Washington, Connecticut, and others. They are making steps toward salary transparency. But as we analyze this data, we still see a lot of jobs without salaries. Like in California, only 9% of jobs are with salaries at the moment, which is kind of low amount. But again, it looks like as Microsoft and other employers are kind of going towards this direction, it's going to be more people going there. So we encourage as a company, we encourage employers to post the salary information, and we see that it might be actually really helpful because as an employer, you know, you save time because you right away cut the candidates that are not willing to accept the salary you are offering for this position and so on and so forth. So also what we notice that Google schema, job schema, when you have job with a salary, Google kind of prioritizes these jobs. 
So whenever you have a job board and you want additional traffic to your jobs, you definitely want to encourage your employers to post this information because it will help to drive traffic to your job board. So that's kind of the trend we see. And again, we keep analyzing the salary data. We keep publish some insights on our blog at webspidermount.com. So if you're curious to see what's going on, you can check it out. And um, again, we are working on this business intelligence tool to analyze this data and to provide more insights on requests. And we are really trying to kind of follow this trend really closely because we believe as a company that this should be transparent. Salaries should be transparent and employers should kind of follow this direction. Let's talk for a minute about how your team ad has adapted over the past few years. How many of the people who work for Aspen Tech are living in uh, Ukraine? How many live in the States? How many live elsewhere? Uh, and first there was COVID. Uh, then there was the uh, invasion of Ukraine. Been through a lot. How have you adapted? Yeah, thank you for that question. So we do have about 55 employees at Aspen Tech Labs. And at the moment, we have people all over Europe, as well as in the US and in Ukraine. So I would say majority of our employees are in Ukraine, but we never had team members in Eastern Ukraine, which is a great thing. So we only may have had people in Kyiv and um, Lviv as well, which is Western Ukraine. So when the war started, we relocated a lot of people to Western Europe, and we now have employees in um, Portugal, Slovakia, Poland as well, and Western Ukraine. But we still do have some people who came back to Kiev and try to, they do a lot of volunteering. They keep working for Aspen Tech Labs, and I think they are doing a great job. Because to be honest, since the invasion started, we didn't lose a single customer. And uh, our customers are great, to be honest. And even you, Stephen, thank you for that fun page. It was amazing to, for you to provide the support to Ukraine. And we had, you know, like we felt like a lot of our customers, they were more worried about our team in Ukraine versus their business in a way, because all the questions that we got, hey, how is your team members? Are you safe? Are their families safe? So it was incredible how you know, how our customers reacted, how our company and Michael reacted as well, who actually took all financial responsibility to relocate people. We, you know, we kind of covered the cost for moving people around, helping them to get the safe place, et cetera, to support their families. So, so that was, that was great. And I would say that we didn't have, again, we didn't have any lost in customers, we only kept doing great job. And I think because people needed to have some destruction, they even worked more harder in this matter because they needed to get destructive from this war. And let me just mention briefly that Stephen and College Recruiter have uh, been actively supporting uh, Ukrainian humanitarian efforts. Uh, I have personally and the AIM group have has as well. Uh, and Stephen currently has a uh, GoFundMe for uh, thermal uh, clothing for Ukrainians to be uh, distributed uh, because winter is coming and winter in Ukraine uh, can be very cold. So, uh, Stephen, how do people find the GoFundMe? 
Um, and he didn't set me up for this. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, and also, Lana, it's it's very easy for the folks at College Recruiter and, and millions and millions and millions of others to to support the the, the Ukrainian effort. Um, your your people, your country are fighting for for our freedom and for theirs, and and we are eternally grateful. Um, if anybody wants to to help. Um, raise funds, donate themselves, just get the message out. Just shoot me an email and I'll send you a link to the, to the GoFundMe page. Um, my email is Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, at collegerecruiter.com. Um, well, I would love to continue, um, but we are kind of reaching the end of, the, of, the, of our time allotment. Um, Lana, thank you so much for sharing about Aspen, um, talking a little bit about the, um, the generosity and just, you know, the, the CEO, Mike Woodford, just doing the right thing, um, for his employers, employees. Um, I wish more employers would just be, um, so instinctive like that, like of, of course I'm going to help my, my coworkers, my employees. I, I don't think that knowing him, I can't imagine he had a, a, a moment of hesitation and uh, Peter, do um, you want to take us home today? Well, uh, thank you very much for Lana. Um, we um, appreciate it, and we appreciate what you're doing, and uh, look forward to seeing you and hearing from you again. Thanks very much, and we look forward to having you join us for the next edition of this podcast. And Lana, if people want to reach you or find out more about Aspen, what should they do? Yeah, so, so they should definitely visit webspidermount.com, which is our core website, and then can reach out to me at lana.s at aspentaclabs.com. Awesome. Thank you much. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces is a co-production of Evergreen Podcasts, College Recruiter, and The AIM Group. Please subscribe for free on your favorite app. Review it. Five stars are always nice and recommend it to a couple of people you know who want to learn more about job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Special thanks to our producer and engineer, Ian Douglas. I'm your host, Peter Zolman of The AIM Group, the leading global consultancy in the field of marketplaces and classified advertising. Find out more about our reports on recruitment marketplaces, job boards, and classifieds, including our new recruitment marketplaces annual, at aimgroup.com slash reports. I'm your host, Stephen Rothberg of job search site College Recruiter. Each year, we help more than 12 million candidates find great new jobs. Our customers are primarily Fortune 1000 companies, government agencies, and other employers who hire at scale and advertise their jobs with us. You can reach me at stephen at collegerecruiter.com. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary, yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you 
and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.